you're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Welcome to another episode of Watchpoint Radio, Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Jared, also known as Ja, and I'm here with Mikey Kenny, also known as Keylock. Yo, hope everyone's doing well. Yes. Well, he's in a good mood. Did you hear that? I got Persona 5. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. He's, he's, he's like, show's over. <laughs> now, I just had to come on to say, I have Persona 5. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are recording on April 4th for release on April 5th. A uh, couple things to talk about. You know, the news hasn't been as slow recently. There was a teaser for the King's Row Uprising. We're going to discuss that a bit. We're going to talk a little bit about Widowmaker. We've been seeing her pop up in the forums recently. We're going to talk about smurfing on consoles. Uh, we do have some community feedback, and we do have some hope for a 25th hero, so we're going to discuss all that. But before we get into the show, I want to welcome anyone who's listening for the first time. Thank you very much for taking the time to check out our show. And uh, just to let you know, we do talk about Overwatch news and some, you know, some comp, you know, competitive stuff in esports. But the main focus of the show is uh, the Overwatch community uh, and uh, you know the state of the game. Basically, I guess how the news and all this stuff is affecting the community and what the feelings of the community are right now. I also want to say thank you for everybody who came to our stream last week, uh, even if you didn't talk, you know. But uh, thank you for everybody who came out to the stream. We had a good time. Mikey is shaking his head right now. He really likes it. I'm trying not to interrupt (laughs) you, but I did have fun. Okay, I'll stop doing that. Yeah, I was like, that kind of looks like it hurts. Like, <laughs> you go to a few rock concerts, you just, you just, you're fine. fine. Oh, okay. Oh, there you go, Mikey, rock, the rock god. So, uh, but yeah, but thank we we had a lot of fun. Thanks for everybody coming out and, and the kind words. And um, I did tack on a message at the end of the show last week uh, because we didn't get a chance to mention it during the show. But like I said, thank you very much to everybody who has gotten us this far. If nobody was listening to the show, we definitely wouldn't have done 50 of these things. So thank you very much for listening. Before we get started, Mikey, why don't you tell them how your week has been in Overwatch? Orissa! I love you! Be my tank forever! I didn't see that coming, but go ahead. I I, want to know where it's coming from. I love her! She's so much fun! I don't have that many hours on her, but I I I just want it. I need more of it. I don't want to play Reinhardt anymore. I just want to play Arissa. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I didn't. I did not see that coming. I, yeah. <laughs> I am completely surprised. He 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 had no hints Dude, in pre-show. Pulling folks. people into the well on Ilios is just a great, wonderful fucking feeling. You just you pull like three people into the well on Ilios, and then 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 you understand. Then you, you understand. Know, I, <laughs> It makes a lot of sense because Mikey is salt powered. 
<laughs> so why else did you think I liked Roadhog so much? <laughs> you know how much oh, yeah. salt people get with Roadhog? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Why, do you, I... why do you think I like Diva? Clear the fucking team? Oh, uh, yeah. Give me, give me Zarya? Mm-hmm. Love all that. Symmetra? Even better. Mm. But that's the mm. why. Why don't you play Bastion then? Because Bastion is total salt power. Okay, he just gave me the finger. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's Bastion, and I don't want to sit behind a fucking double shield for like five fucking hours. That's true. Because, like I've been saying, he's just boring to play. To Bastion me, is boring to he's, play. He's fun to some, not to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, mean, no, I, I, I can, I completely get you there. So that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I actually, uh, actually, are you done? Did, did you, did, is that all you wanted to get out for your weekend Overwatch? Uh, yeah, that's that's about all I have to say. Okay, well, I um, I did get a chance. Actually, no, I didn't get a chance to play Overwatch. I made a chance. <laughs> I made fucking time Finally. to play Overwatch. I think it was on Saturday like that you run I said, a, it's like you over it's like you run an Overwatch podcast or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, on Saturday I think I put out a tweet like I'm going to play some fucking Overwatch today. Okay. And how much did you get like, to play? Dude, it was 2 o'clock in the morning and I still haven't played Overwatch yet. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. And I still haven't played Overwatch. I ended up playing for like 2 hours. Um and I play. I, I did play some some on Sunday as well, but I finally got to try Arissa on live. Mm. Very easy to get Arissa because just people aren't playing her. Another reason why I like playing her. I just have well, to get her all the time. People aren't playing her, and the funny thing about it, it the problem is not Arissa. The problem is the people. People aren't playing Arissa because Arissa is very dependent on your team playing around you. If you try to play Arissa without your team, you know, gathering around you, you're going to die a lot. She is not a solo queue hero. She definitely is not. Like, she, like, she, and so, like, when I, when I was playing and I had a team, like, even just two or three people with me, the cart never stopped moving. We just kept, we just kept pushing forward. And even when I uh, would come out in front of the shield, you know, people will try to shoot at me. I just fortify. I shoot back at them, you know, and I just put the shield back out in front of me. Like, I, I really did enjoy playing with her. And, you know, when I was dying with her, I think the thing I would notice is that nobody's around me or that, you know, people, they would come up and they just go somewhere else. And that's the problem. The problem is not Arissa. The problem are the people. And I am worried that Arissa is going to get fucked up. Because people and solo are, are are trying to solo play her and it's not working. So we, you know we talked about this. I don't know if it was last week or the week before that, where Blizzard or Jeff Cap. Yeah, it was I think it was the week before that on forty nine, where Jeff Kaplan said that you know some of the character balance they do is just based off of perception, not because the character actually needs it, and that is an issue. I'm I'm, I'm a little concerned about that. I am too because I kind of like her in her state she's in now because like. With like a four to five, a four to six man team, like I can I can play Abrissa pretty effectively because they'll play around me. Um, it's kind of hard for me to force people to play around me without dropping the drum on the payload, pretty much almost. <laughs> yeah, and well, you usually I, play with a group though. Usually, sometimes I have to solo queue. Yeah, me. It was two o'clock in the morning the first time. Nobody's talking at two a.m. 
<laughs> you know, so no one gives a know, shit at two a.m. <laughs> it's either either they're with you or they're not. You know, and that was kind of the problem. So I never had an issue with her. Just the people that I was playing with. Um, but like I said, when you go solo, you got to turn your emotions off anyway. So I was kind of like, meh. It helps you see cle- things clearly. I will definitely tell you that. But I like her the way she is. I don't think she needs um, additional damage. I don't think she needs to be more accurate. You know, I don't think she needs to move faster. I mean, I had a soldier, because I guess some people who are playing a soldier are having an easy time melting Orisas when they're played poorly. But I had a soldier that just kept trying to kill me. He just kept failing, because all I did, I put a shield in front of me. I'm shooting at the shoulder. Oh, it's not the shoulder. Sorry, the soldier. I come out in front of the shield. He's like, ah, I got you, bitch. I'm like, no, you don't fortify. I'm still shooting at the soldier. Then he's still shooting at me. I put another shield down and I kill him. Like it, it was like he just kept doing the same thing over and over again. And uh, I don't know. I'm just I'm just concerned because that people aren't playing it properly, and we're gonna see a change to her, which doesn't need to actually happen. So it's okay. She'll know. get she'll get buff. She'll be too strong. Then they'll re-nerf. I mean, that's pretty yeah. much what I see happening. The yeah. only thing that takes time for me that took time for me to get you to was the bullet travel, and that was about it. Because I. It's a little delayed, but it's fine. You mean uh, the bullet travel out of a primary weapon? <laughs> yeah. Mm, I guess, I mean, you're right. It, it definitely is not. A, she doesn't shoot as fast as Soldier or Bastion or anything like that, but I didn't necessarily have a problem. I, it's I not like I had to. I don't have a problem with it. It just took me a minute to adjust. Like, it just, gotcha. I, I had to, like, get used to, like, oh, I have to lead my target kind of thing. With a, with, mean, a okay. with an auto, with a turret. I'm like, oh, I have to lead them. You know, okay, it's, it's, yeah. just, it's, it's just like it's just a little like it, a thing in my head. It's like it's an auto turret, right? It's just a Gatling gun. This should be fine. Oh, okay, hold on. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not Bastion. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's go ahead and get into our uh, top story. Top story. So out of nowhere, Blizzard posts. They posters that it's straight. I'm straight out of work here, folks. Sorry, it's it, it's not even late. I'm just my brain is fried. So Blizzard posts a uh, a 20 second teaser for something called King's Row Uprising. Like basically, it's it's saying that you know it was a uh, from like the the Overwatch historical archives, and it was classified. Now it's going to be declassified. Originally, report said April 12th, but. I actually think after that came out and was taken down, another one came out that said uh, April 11th, and that was on the Play Overwatch Twitter. So what I think happened is that the April 12th one was actually published on uh, the Blizzard account for Asian territories, and that's why it uh, it said April 12th. So whatever is going to happen, I think it's going to happen on April 11th, sometime that night for here us here in the United States. I'm going to say April 11th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time cuz before when they've done stuff like this when they like did you know beta weekends and stuff like that that's the time they got started. So what over at Blizzard 7 o'clock will be 4 p.m. So they get to flip a switch right before they go home or something like that, right? <laughs> right. Even though I doubt that's the way it's going to work out, but either way. Um yeah, we got something called King's Row Uprising, or I don't that may be what it's called. We don't we don't know, but that's what was in this uh short video that they put in, and nobody knows what it is. It's just a teaser, which I hate by the way. I really wish they wouldn't do shit like this. I kind of want them to just 
when April 11th came, just put it out. Just put it out. I would have been totally happy with that. Completely. You don't need to get me souped or anybody souped for it. You know, I would have been souped for it if I could have come home on April 11th without knowing I was going to get something for Overwatch. And then on April 11th, I found out I was going to get something for Overwatch. That would make me come and play Overwatch that night. You know? So, but here I am bitching. It's, it's like, what, what, a week away? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> to be fair, it's only a week. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, it could be worse. It could be the somber bullshit all over again. Yeah. Oh, God, an ARG? I yeah. really hope not. I really hope this doesn't start an ARG. But the thing about the ARGs is that they they, they were more subtle, you know? This so, is pretty oh, to the point. This is like, this, this is, is happening. Yeah, in, in that video, there's like, you really can't see it, but there's like a, a like a, a figure of Tracer turning in a circle. Looks like maybe some type of new Tracer skin. There was another image. It's like a bright image. Like, it's not... It doesn't look like King's Row right now. Mm-hmm. I'm th- it actually kind of looks like I can Walt if you ask me. But mm. whatever. And there's another image that's darker that you can't really see what it is. So, you know, it could be a new comic. It could be a new cinematic. But I think a lot of us are thinking it's a new game mode. And I don't want to get anybody hopes up because we actually we have zero evidence suggesting that is it's going to be a new game mode. And a lot of people are leaning toward it being a new PvE game mode on top of that. So we think that they, they took, uh, you know, Junkenstein's Revenge, refined it, and now we're going to get like a horde mode for uh, and I am, King's Row. I am totally down for that. 100%. We'll, yeah, actually, we'll take one, that in a heartbeat. One thing that I forgot to mention is that uh, on in that video too, there's a, like a little. There's a thing on the left side that says, uh, "Was it robot registration mandatory or something like that?" Mm-hmm. So I mean, I could totally see you having to pick from some of the heroes that were available during the Omnic Crisis, and there's like a robot rebellion that, sh- and, you, and you end up shooting up a whole bunch of different, you know, types of Omnics. Basically, does technically speaking, wouldn't that make you the bad guy though? Not if they're <laughs> trying to kill people. Right, now they're trying to kill people, but based off of the, uh, I mean, if it's an you know, what we saw, where you, where you see, you know, where you see robot registration mandatory, you know, they may have been protesting or something like that, and then it got violent. I mean, are you Avengers or are you X Men? Ooh, which AVX? <laughs> which one are you gonna be? Which one are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah, so it could be a horde, but I think a lot of people are leaning toward a horde mode. I actually think it, there's a chance that maybe, like, I'm still thinking of PvE, but perhaps it's like an objective-based PvE level where you have to do something, you know, and then, like, another part of the level opens up, and you can do something else, another part of the level opens up. Kind of like the, think assault mode for Unreal Tournament. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. I can see that, but that would get really stale. Technically speaking, um, but I mean, a horde, a horde mode, mode would be stale too because it's the same thing over and over again. Yeah, I just, I mean, you can mix the two up. You can. I mean, you can. You could be like survive this horde wave for so long, and then move on to this other thing to go do, or etc. Or whatever. Right. Well, it would be cool sh- if it was like Left for Dead. Uh, where you have to make it from one place to the other. Yeah. 
and there's uh, zombies all over the place. Yeah, I can see that. Omnic zombies, go. Make it happen. <laughs> there's That was free, Blizzard. Take it and run with it. <laughs> Didn't they do Omnic zombies already with Junkenstein, technically no, speaking? No, they were, they were like creations or whatever. Oh, uh, okay. And if so, they can just reskin them then and reuse them. Cool. Reuse assets. Let's work. Free. <laughs> that was free. <laughs> Well, we'll make sure. Uh, I'll, I'll make sure I send an email to Jeff. Like, hey, make sure you listen to this week's episode, Jeff. Yeah. We got some well, tips in there yeah, for you. Yes, because he totally listens to us all the <laughs> freaking time. So um, I'm thinking, like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring up Destiny here, surprisingly. But um, in Destiny, if you had House of Wolves, there was this thing called Prison of Elders. And the Prison of Elders um, had different rooms that you can go into. But generally speaking, each room was. Uh, each room had like a different objective you had to meet. It was a horde mode because you had like a round, like a, a round of enemies come out, and while the enemies would come out, you'd be, he'd be like, "Oh, dismantle the bomb, or destroy these three things, or capture these objectives," and that would actually change every week. Yeah, so, that'd be cool. Yeah, something like that would be cool, and it'll be so much cooler because it's not Destiny; it's Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, just slam a podcast that we have a brother slash sister podcast we have going already. Right. Hey, they want to, they, they like Destiny. I have to say, like, I just had a conversation with Jorge about this. Like, yeah, I'm going to get Destiny too because I'm going to play with you and I'm going to play with Waldy and I'm going to play with Sage. So, yeah, I'm going to get it. Am I going to like it? <laughs> Who knows? I'm PC. You might <laughs> like it. I'm not getting that fucking game on PC. Huh? <laughs> I'm not getting that fucking game on PC. Like, there's no way they can balance it well for PC and still make it work on the console. This, yeah, Overwatch. Overwatch is different because Overwatch focuses on a team dynamic. Destiny does not. So, but I'm pretty sure I can get into an argument with Jorge about that a little later. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, so you're good at starting arguments. So um, have fun. Oh, hello, pot meat kettle. <laughs> <laughs> anyway um yeah that's all we really know about it's just all speculation we have a week until we find out i have not seen any new leaks mikey have you seen anything new or not today not since it released yesterday i haven't seen anything yeah i mean maybe later in the week we'll get more of a uh they'll clear it up kind of like they did with the arista thing like they released something like one day then two three days later they release something else you know so we may see something like that but there's been no, I guess they've been tightening up their leaks because there has been no extra leaks so far, no additional information. People are kind of upset just thinking that there's going to be a new Tracer skin. I think Tracer's received a new skin in every single. Uh, guess who's on the box so art? Oh, yeah, that's right. I guess Tracer. that would mean they're going to promote the fuck out of Tracer. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. So <laughs> just, yeah, I don't just say it's shitty, but I'm just saying who's on the box. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I, I really don't have much to give you guys. Sorry. I hope hopefully. I mean, if you saw it, you're probably like, yeah, we know. <laughs> why are you telling us? Why Why are you telling us this? Like we we got it understood. Yeah. So <laughs> I I I, um, I am hoping for some PVE content. Um, I don't constantly need new PvP content, especially if they're gonna slap some shit together like the way they did CTF and push it out. We don't need that. 
Ain't nobody got time for that. So I'd much rather them have something that people want. People want PVE content. And if they come out with more than one level, that'd be great. Ah, maybe that's why there's multiple um, pictures there, right? Maybe, maybe. Maybe there's, like, each of those pictures was a, was a different map. Maybe one of those pictures was, like, another view of Eichenwald. Like, maybe another section of Eichenwald. And the other picture was, like, someplace in King's Row. If they're going to do a horde mode, I do hope that they have designed some new map areas. Because even when they have, like, King's Row and Eichenwald, you know this those maps weren't just created and they're like, this is it. They probably have other designs or other styles of those maps. Kind of the way they, in the CTF, they have additional designs for um, Lijiang Tower, Lijiang Tower. So maybe yeah. that's the case. Maybe. Yeah, but... Uh, but it's good to see that they have stuff coming out. And I honestly thought it was going to be a bit quiet until the new year. Uh, sorry, not new year. Until the uh, the one year anniversary. But it looks like I was wrong. So, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing. So, because we love Overwatch here. So, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. I would hope so, right? 90 minutes of Overwatch a week, which we're trying to fix that, by the way. <laughs> but 90 minutes of Overwatch by a week. We better fucking like Overwatch. Hope so. All right. Moving on. Let's talk a little bit about Widowmaker and her current state. I mean, I've been seeing her come up in the forums a lot. I'm not sure if Mike, you've been seeing the same thing, but I'm not sure she is. She's very popular to bitch about. <laughs> yeah. That, like a lot of people feel she's underpowered. And one of the first things that they point to is that she, how little she's played in competition. Yeah, because it's high skill, high reward. Right, yeah, exactly. And it's just dangerous. I mean, she's a risk. Like, are you good enough for this risk? Good. You can play her and be good. Are you worth the risk? No, don't do it. But then that deter. But then the problem with that is it deters people to get good with her because to get good with her, you have to play. But the point is. Don't play her if you're not good with her. Well, then you have this cycle of only like what? very rare amount of people are going to get good with her. That's in quick. I mean, that's what quick plays for, though. Like I, when somebody picks Widow on quick play, you shouldn't be yelling at them for that. You shouldn't be tilting because of that. You know, that's that's fucking quick play, folks. Like, you know, they you can't say go play no limit. Like, no, like just it's fucking quick play. It's not that serious. So comp in comp is one thing. I will admit, anytime I see a Widowmaker in comp. I'm nervous. I'm fucking <laughs> nervous. I'm like, dude, do you know what you're doing? You get two shots. Yeah. If you, if you miss, if you miss one, that's fine. You miss two, change. Do you, if you whiff <laughs> twice, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Go, 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 change. Just go run back to base. Don't even bother. Just go change. Well, there's a, there's a few problems with Widowmaker, right? They're like that don't that have nothing to do with the character balance, just the way that the, the character works. One is that. Um, the the first problem is that there is no mid ground for Widowmaker, right? It's not like Soldier where you can be okay with Soldier and still help your team. Right. You either make the shot or you don't. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you, 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 you can't sprinkle damage. You can't sprinkle sniper shot damage. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, a machine gun Widow main. I don't look down the scope at all. Yeah, that would... <laughs> I would just quit the game. I, I wouldn't even just quit the match. I'd turn it off if I heard that come across the comms. 
But yeah, that's uh, the thing about Widowmaker. Like, you can, there is no middle ground there. Like, you if you are good with her, great that you're help to your team. If you are man with her, you're actually a hindrance to your team. It's not like a mass soldier. You know what I'm saying? Where that person isn't necessarily a hindrance to their team. Uh, if you're like not a good, not a good widow at all, you're actually a hindrance to your team because you're not getting any damage. You're probably not getting your ult that frequently. It's like probably like not even having another person there. If there's another widow sniping you, you're just giving her ult charge. <laughs> like that's basically the problem. So that's one of the first problems with Widowmaker. The second is even if you have a good Widowmaker on the team, she may not complement the comp. Widowmaker is a solo character. Widowmaker does not play well with others. The character's just built that way. You know, yep. so she doesn't really... She like, While somebody who's a Widowmaker may be good, right? If you are on a map that doesn't have great sight lines, if you, you know, if... You, you, you could be getting a bunch of kills, right? But if the rest of your team isn't able to push the objective, because you're going to be far off. If the rest of if the rest of your team can't really push the objective because they need you they need another character in the fight up close, then it, it's not really helping. And that's the biggest problem I have with Widowmaker. Not because I'm wor- necessarily worried that somebody is not the problem with Widowmaker, but uh, when somebody picks Widowmaker in competitive, uh, not the problem, not the fact that they just won't be good with her, but but the fact that even if they are good with her and they are getting shots, they're not going to help out on the front lines. You know, or they maybe there's another character that was synergized better with the team that we have. It's almost like you see a Widowmaker, you almost have to, I don't want to say completely build around her, but you have to be aware that you're going to have somebody that's out of the fight. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like a Genji where, sure, your Genji is probably going to be out of the fight, but he's probably he's going to be behind enemy lines, popping, uh, you know, trying to get a uh, a healer or something like that. It's not the same right. thing. So, I don't know. I uh, I, I understand why Widow's not played that often. I don't necessarily see a problem with it. Because if you go boosting Widowmaker, you're gonna have people are gonna be crying for her to get nerfed again. Remember when Widowmaker first came out, she used to get a chest shot to Zenyatta. Used to kill him. A fully charged chest shot would kill Zenyatta. You don't want to buff a Widowmaker, you're just gonna make yourself hate yourself more because the skilled players are just gonna take advantage of the buffs that they did. Like I'm just like, why? I don't understand the want to buff Widow when it's just, you're really going to buff those people that are still just high skilled. Her skill, her skill ceiling is still going to be high regardless of what you mm-hmm. do to her. That's just her kit. Like, I don't, sorry about you. Like, yeah, that's the thing. The people who aren't playing that great with Widow, who are like, you know, maybe they get some shots, but like, you know, they're not getting kills. Let's say they're hit, they're getting chest shots and they're like, Oh, he should be dead. Like, nah, dog, get those headshots. Like you shouldn't be killing tanks with one shot either to be honest, you know, either. Never. Uh, so, you know, they're like, you know, widow's underpowered and you know, if widow was better, you know, I would, I would be better. And people wouldn't be so upset when I picked Widowmaker. Like, no, if widow was better. People would be screaming for a nerf. Cause you don't want the widow meta. The Widow meta is probably worse than the Bastion meta. I mean, if you want to come out of spawn and instantly die, yeah, I guess <laughs> you want Widow meta. If that's what you want. But, yeah, whatever. So, they, they nerfed her for a reason. I think Widow's in a good spot. Um, also, uh, Tooth uh, to the Dirk, or To the Dirk, 
<laughs> Sorry, I, I'm fucking up the name here. I, I should have put that in a different color. Toothed <laughs> Dirk. Toothed Dirk. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I, my reading is funny tonight, folks. I'm sorry. Tooth Dirk. Uh, he says, as far as Widow, I think she's in a great spot. She's a high skill cap hero that rewards her highly skilled players. I'm not among them. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> well, so at, least, at least you know. Yeah. But, I mean, and I, I have to agree with your statement. It's not like you can't ever get to that point if you put in the time. I mean, it's just, yeah, I don't know. I feel like a Dark Souls meme is coming in where I just say, get good. And I don't know. You were trying to make him feel better, and you're just like, nah, just get good. I'm done. I like, told you before the podcast, I'm about cutting people down. Did I not? <laughs> yeah, Mikey, he was just straight up like, you know, and I, this whole building people up thing is not for me. <laughs> get good. <laughs> no, I mean, he, no, he admits it. Like, he knows. And I'm like, well, it's not like you can't ever get there. That's true. That's true. You can and, get there. I never I remember properly, uh, Dirk. You play on Xbox, I think. I, I'm pretty sure when we played together, we played on Xbox. And uh, I find sniping on Xbox or, or on console, period, easier than sniping on PC. Simply for the fact that people can't, that they just don't have the movement options. Like Move, yeah, movement's a little bit slower on console, so it makes yeah, it a little the, bit the easier. Mo- the movement is, is much more stiff, so Which it's is so easier. It's so backwards to say a sniper is better on console than PC for me, and I don't know why that hurts me to say that. Yeah, it's it's honestly just because like, the movement, unless somebody has like a pro controller where they can jump and shoot at the same time, like it's... It's a little different. I shouldn't say jump and shoot. It's like jump, shoot, turn. Like you have full range of motion while they're jumping and shooting. It's it's a different story. Uh, I mean, there are a few things that uh, they could do to Widow to that, that I think uh, could make her a little bit better, like lowering the cooldown on her abilities. For example, it's like they're not that they're not that dangerous. Like her uh, her grenade isn't that dangerous. You know, I wouldn't say it's overpowered. And then also the um, her chain, like her, um, what is the the actual name of the the ability? Like the, the oh, grappling hook. The grappling, the grappling hook. Yeah. Yeah. If they lowered that, like people have been asking for that for a long time. Like, I wouldn't like a, mind that. I wouldn't mind that either. Uh, of course, if you're playing like you know certain chase down characters, it'll be uh, more of an annoyance. Like you know, if you Winston up to her and she just like moved away from you. You know, but Winston's cooldown on his jump is only five seconds, so you know, put shield down and just wait the five seconds. Yeah, I think I think the cooldown on her grapple is twelve seconds, something like that. It's like twelve or thirteen. Yeah, it's pretty long. So I mean, you bring it down to ten seconds, you're not gonna hurt anybody. I don't think. I uh, I don't think so either. But maybe there's a reason they did that. I don't really know. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're probably looking at it, because like I said, they, 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 she's getting a lot of attention in the forums recently. Now, a suggestion that I had that I don't know Mike was kind of on the fence about was that she should be able to hang upside down from certain points on uh, on maps. Like, on like you know, if, they, if there's like a building with a ceiling or something like that. And I told, and I, yeah, but I told you we would have to, like, limit mobility so much and i agree i think that if she's hanging upside down obviously she should not be able to move like she should not be able to swing she can go and... up and down and that is about it yeah that is it 
You and know. like I'm talking slow up and down. I ain't talking like zip zip zip. I'm not I'm not talking like zipping up and down all day long. I'm talking I like I slow she, movement. I don't even think she would need that. Like if she has the chain upside down, I don't even think she should be able to move up and down on the chain. Well, but how would you adjust it for different heights? Well, that's the thing. Like if you, like well, first of all, I'm talking about high ceilings. Like I'm talking like you know. Yeah, but how would you like? But if it's like, let's say you're you're right. We say the 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 upside down is always this long. Yeah. What if you grappling hooked onto something really short? Then your head will be near the ground. Why would you do that? (laughs) That's a total disadvantage to to that widowmaker. I'm I'm just well. What if you're trying to like hook underneath like a door ledge or whatever up high somewhere? Underneath a door ledge? I don't know. I'm trying to come up with some batshit crazy things to do, okay? Yeah, it might saying, not be like, the good idea, but I'm just saying, like, someone's going to try and do it, and then their body's going to be through the world. Well, no, <laughs> if, if you can't, if it's not a certain distance from the ground, then you can't do it. Oh, okay. Period. Right? And then, you know, once you're hanging upside down, no movement, it basically, the advantage would be that she has more places to snipe from, more vantage points. The, the, risky part is the fact that she can't really move like obviously she could jump down if need be but that's about it but she can't really move and she's a sitting duck like you know if another way or maker comes around the corner and sees her and she could pop her off you know she can't move back and forth or anything like that so i think that's more unfair i think that would be pretty cool and it'll be more like the uh the cinematic the alive cinematic which is still the best one sure (laughs) <laughs> sure uh, it is it's the, the best one best fight choreography mm-hmm. yeah I'll give you that best fight choreography thank you I'll give uh, you that that's the best fight choreography well, which that's one is your favorite it. one then if you say Bastion Mike no fight, I'm, okay, say, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not feeling Wally uh I thought Genji and Hanzo's was pretty good. Well, yeah, it was good. I don't think it was. It definitely wasn't bad. Um, it was. It was pretty good. Um, I just think the the Widowmaker Tracer one was better. It was. It, it was a little darker, you know. And well, I, it's a, it's a I, toss I, up between those two for me. Yeah. Between I, the two of them, I think you know having weapons combat, like choreographed weapons combat. If you can make that look interesting. That's a winner in my book because usually weapons combat sucks. Like 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 gun weapon combat fucking sucks. You know it does. You know I've been right. I, I've been thinking about. I mean I watch Arrow and like for the last like two seasons of Arrow, the goddamn weapons combat has been fucking bad. Well, you can yeah. only figure out so many ways to shoot a fucking bow, okay? Yes, exactly. Like- <laughs> <laughs> There's only so many different ways we can shoot a bow and arrow. All right. Right. Yeah, but like I said, the I don't I think the current state of Widowmaker is fine. I don't think that we really need to make any movements on her. If they did, I you heard my suggestions, but people really don't want a Widowmaker uh meta. You know. I would I would prefer no no Widowmaker meta. But I mean I don't mind seeing her in the right hands. Like if I get killed by a good widow, it's hard to feel bad about it. Now I feel bad about it, but it's like hard to argue with like a fighting against a good widow. Right. I agree. I agree. Uh, Let's go ahead and move on to our next topic, which is smurfing on consoles. Uh, Smurfing is a huge topic right now. I mean, 
every day I'm seeing multiple fuck. topics on smurfing. Just, just fuck people at smurf. I've I've hate this with a passion so much. <laughs> like I just hate it. It's it is nothing but ruined fun at all. Like that's all it does is just ruin it. Yeah. Now I haven't experienced a ton of it recently because I've been playing mostly quick play and. Smurfs and quick play don't matter. <laughs> but the, the, a lot of people are having trouble with the Smurfs and competitive and, like, you know, pe- pe- people dropping matches or purposely losing matches to play with their friends and stuff like that. Well, first of all, if you have a Smurf account, why would you not... I, I would only play that account if I played with a friend. You know? Like, if your goal is to play with your friend, only play with the, your Smurf account with your friend so that you could be ranked around the same place, hopefully. Other than that, like, why are you playing? But either way, like, you know, people are, go- are taking Smurf accounts. They're ruining games. They're ruining the Overwatch experience. You know, stuff like this does not make me want to play competitive more. I will be perfectly honest with you. Because my, my experience with Overwatch over the last few months has been very positive, right? And uh, <laughs> I think if I go back to playing competitive, we're going to have much more negative Watchpoint radio week for week. Why do I even play this game? I hate myself. I get, you know, so. But yeah, so specifically we want to talk about smurfing on consoles because, you know, thanks to, I guess, Microsoft and Sony kind of loosening the grips on Xbox Live and the, on the place, and the PlayStation Network, I think you only need one Xbox Live Gold account for the Xbox and one PlayStation Network account for the PlayStation and even if you create new profiles on the PlayStation or the Xbox, you can still play online. You don't need multiple Xbox Live uh, accounts. You don't have to purchase multiple Xbox Live accounts. You have to pull. You don't have to purchase multiple uh, PlayStation Network accounts. Unlike PC, where if you want to play, if you want to smurf account on PC, you got to buy the game again. So what's happening on console is that people are just creating new profiles and going into overwatch and throwing games like we talked about i think was it last week where somebody was holding games hostage where if you don't give me five dollars yep. my paypal yep yep you know that shit's bullshit too <laughs> yeah i mean all this go uh, i think i suggested it last week that blizzard needs to f- bind console accounts to battle.net yeah and that would have really helped solve this problem uh, on console specifically, they'd have to buy an entirely uh, new account, Overwatch account, basically, or at least set one up. So maybe, I don't know, maybe it wouldn't fix it now that I think about it, because they could set up a new Battle.net account for free. You know, but then they have to set up a new Battle.net account and bind it to their PlayStation Network account. You know? Have to do that several times over and over and over again. Maybe it'll be just too annoying. Because right now you literally just new profile, switch to different profile, bam, you're playing Overwatch. I actually played with people on Xbox who had like multiple Smurf accounts, and the guy kept switching when he was playing with different friends of his. Um, he wasn't throwing any games or anything like that, but he had different accounts to play with different people. So, yeah, this is this is. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't get the smurfing thing. Like, why? Like, why? Why do it? Just play your account. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't get it. I don't like it. It just it frustrates me. 
Yeah, and it's frustrating a lot of players. It's, it, this is causing a huge, huge issue in the community. And a lot of people say it should be treated like, you know, like, like they're cheating. And yeah. I, I agree. I, I, I kind of agree because and I think Blizzard should definitely pay more attention to it. I understand that Smurf accounts do, does, do generate money for them. Uh, in terms of people buying new accounts, but at the same time, it's stopping people from playing your game, uh, you know. And if they become very, di- you know, so disinterested in your game, when those uh, events come around, they're not buying those loot boxes. You know that <laughs> that could be a side effect of all these Smurf accounts. Yeah, I mean it. It it could be. Yeah. So I don't know. I think uh, I don't know. Maybe they need to add a new reporting option for smurf accounts because they've been they're adding a new <laughs> reporting option for uh poor teamwork well, i guess that would, that would go you know usually if somebody's throwing a game that kind of goes under the smurf account thing right poor teamwork poor team what what if somebody's throwing a game as a smurf oh yeah you could do poor teamwork but isn't like poor teamwork like one of those like not really looked at like yeah, it's probably Before going. It's, it's definitely going to a separate folder in somebody's mailbox. Yeah, it's like, oh, is that all? Okay, moving on. Yeah, so I, it sucks. I don't know. Not a lot of solutions on this Watch Play Radio. We got a teaser that we don't know anything about, but here's some, you know, here's some speculation. Current of the maker, she's fine. Don't touch her. Smurfing on consoles, it sucks. We can't do anything about it. We're Watch- so informative today. It's just so great. Have a have a nice day. <laughs> have a nice day. Everything is fine in Overwatch. Moving on. Yeah, yeah. So sorry, folks. Uh, but we are going to move on to our weekly updates. Weekly updates. So um, one update that's coming. Like you know, we talked earlier about the Kings Row uprising. But besides that, Kings Row itself is getting a facelift. Uh, uh, it looks like King's Row is not going to be as dark as it used to be. A lot of the textures are going to be brighter. And I think they're doing that so it's easier to see character models. So when I looked at, I mean, when you put the picture side by side, it is very, very noticeable how much brighter it is. But I don't think we're going to, it's not going to be like, oh, it's daytime in King's Row now. Uh, to be honest with you, I kind of like King's Row the way it is. I don't think it needs to be changed. But I can imagine if you don't, like, let's say you, I have, a, I use an OLED monitor, so my colors are a bit more vibrant than if you just use, like, a regular LCD monitor or something like that. So I can see, you know, some people are having trouble with that. But, I mean, at the very least, it should be easier to see character models and things of that nature. So, that that's a yeah, good Yeah, that's thing. cool. So, um, I have a link in the show notes that you can check out that's going to show, uh, the differences between the new, the current map and the old map. Oh, it's current map and the new map that's coming. Uh, what else we have here? There's going to, the overwatch forums themselves are due for an update. Uh, so somebody hopped on the forums and they were bitching about the fact that the forums suck. Actually, let me see. Cause it was actually pretty funny what he put, you know, why is OW the only blizzard game without a real form? Says they create the best selling FPS in the history of gaming, and yet we are saddled with the most bare bones forums since the first Angel Fire website. You want to spend time creating a detailed guide to your favorite hero? Too bad, it'll disappear in a few days. 
Want to announce that you are looking to build a team? Better use a third-party website. Want to post your fan art or fan story? No place for that here, and too bad Reddit will take it under the millions of play of the game posts. Want to have a long-running discussion about a certain map or hero? Better have a catchy slash controversial title. Are you a newbie that wants to ask for advice about a certain subject? Better check YouTube. You want to discuss a pro gaming esports side of the game? Third party. So he he, he kind of listed a lot of details on why the Overwatch form sucks. And Jeff Kaplan he replied and said, "Yeah, you're right." Basically, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he dropped the mic on them. What else can you do? <laughs> yeah, he's like, this is really fair feedback. We actually have a meeting about these forums later today and changes, improvements that we like to see. The forums are going to get a lot of attention, but it will be a while, months, before the results are live. In the meantime, we appreciate your feedback and ideas as to what you would like to see here more or less. I actually, the, the post right beneath that says, less schoolgirl diva spam, Papa. So. <laughs> always always with the honest answers here at the overwatch forum <laughs> yeah. yeah so i mean he's right the, the overwatch forums is pretty bare bones to be honest with you so i'm curious to see what type of changes they're going to bring but um it's going to be months before we see anything about that so don't expect anything anytime soon all right finally more confirmation from jeff kaplan the 25th hero for overwatch i mean we just got a 24th but the 25th is apparently very far along jeff kaplan was talking to some financial website i can't remember the the name right now it's going to be in the show notes but um he says uh yes i absolutely know who the next hero is going to be uh the next hero is very far along in development so we're at the point where we're doing art for that hero we're doing a lot of aggressive play testing we know that what what the hero we we know what that hero what the abilities are and how they're and how they interact so we're at that point the heroes past that hero are more in prototype exploration phase but the next hero we're pretty settled so that being said we do think that there is going to be a uh you know new hero come uh what the 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 year anniversary probably you think it's doomfist mike well, I mean, they're saying they got well, no, because they they're saying he's far along. They're I would saying think the hero. They didn't is, say he. They didn't even say he. Well, I know they said the hero is far along, so it's kind of like the only character I think that could be like I don't know. They pulled a wrist out of their ass. I guess it's possible they have another hero that's like who thought of this and it's far along. But I would think if anyone would be far along at this point, it would be Doomfist. But but then again, you know, I was thinking Doomfist would be for BlizzCon. So I still maybe think, I'm wrong. With this, this being the case, I still think Doomfist is for BlizzCon. Like you know, probably they, they did. You know, we do know that Doomfist has his gauntlet back, which can makes King's Row not King's Row. Sorry, yeah, but new body completely worthless. But go ahead, Mike. The only thing is, are they really going to drag that Doomfist story that long into the year? I don't know. Look how long they drag Sombra. I but this would be longer than Sombra at this point. And you true. know how much everybody loved how long they drug Sombra out. But that's because yeah, they they released Anna and then they had an ARG with Sombra. Like when they had the ARG, people thought that she was gonna release earlier. And well, she didn't. Don't have an ARG. Don't set expectations that Doomfist is gonna release. I mean they could. I mean they've mentioned Doomfist in the Orissa stuff, so 
His, he's his he has set up is what I'm saying. I'm not saying there's an ARG, but there is already set up that has been done. That is correct. That is so, correct. So I don't know how much they want to drag that out. That's that's my thing. But what would Doomfist be like? Because we knew well, we knew that they were going to get a tank. We thought it would be Doomfist, and Doomfist would be the tank. What if he's Are a they, defender? A defend? I, I mean, I guess so. But Doomfist is supposed to have a big body. He's supposed to be a big body hero. Like, I would imagine his body is somewhere uh, near Reinhardt's size. How big is Bastion? Uh, Bastion? I. Bastion ain't short. Bastion's not small. You're right. He's a machine. He's not small. I would say he's definitely not as big as Reinhardt, though. I, but, you know, thinking about what, I don't know, about the idea of Doomfist, I don't see him as being a tank. Like, I don't see how you make a kit of a guy who's all about punching people in the face a tank. That's true. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think at this point, I don't think Doomfist is going to be a tank. Yeah, he's not going to be a support. That's right. That's true. We do. Oh, we do need a new. Like, we, I shouldn't say we do. We don't need a defense hero, but I, 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 they haven't released a new defense hero. So I am. I am literally thinking this is a defense hero. If it's not, it's another attacker. Right. Yeah. It's uh, he would either be an attacker, but since the the defense hero, like getting new defense heroes, is lacking, um. Maybe that's why. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it'll be another healer, and they just move Symmetra into a proper class. Yes, because they're totally going to make a character about punching people in the face a healer. Yeah, take this Totally. Healer. Yeah, take totally. This <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a thing. No, no, I'm just bullshitting. But yeah, so we, we do know the 25th hero is far along. I'm sure there's going to be plenty of speculation about that in the coming months, but hopefully they don't drag it out too far. But um, let's move on to community feedback. So I actually missed some community feedback last week, which was my fault. I said that we had no uh, no community feedback. That was a lie. That was a, that was a really bad lie. The Syrinx actually sent us an email, and I completely missed it. And it was a good email too. I'm actually pretty pissed because it would have made it would have made it for a great topic last week. So, but the past is the past. So let's uh, just. Bring it on now. Uh, so I'll just read his email, and then we're going to go ahead and get into our responses. So, Ja, as always, thanks for the amazing podcast. You're welcome. Thank you for listening. Uh, I was playing competitive the other day as Junkrat. While I'm not a meta pick, he is very good on some maps, particularly the first point of defense on King's Row, which was the map I've been I I happen to be on. I've got over 70 hours on Junk Boy, maybe more, so I like to think I know how to play him very well, or pretty well. We had a Mercy on a team that announced to me and the rest of the team that he would not heal unless I switched off Junkrat. Our team comp was two DPS, two tank, and two healers. I didn't switch off for that first point because Junkrat is, great, is a great option, and I just have a lot of fun playing him. I switched to Zen once we went on attack. Uh, I switched to Zen once we went on attack, yeah. Uh, the guy proceeded to play Battle Mercy the entire match, only using her gun and not even damage boosting, and of course we lost. While the toxic play isn't very common, it was the reactions of my teammates that surprised me. They all went on his side, and a bunch messaged me after the game. I explained myself a bit how it was my favorite character and favorite map, and I really have a lot of fun on it. The response I got on t- from teammates was, if you want to have fun, go to quick play. 
What do you think of that? Should I have switched to a more meta DPS, you know, soldier, yeah, for example, just to That's... appease the teammates? Should fun characters only be used for quick play? And then if so, then if so, why would I play competitive if the goal isn't to have fun? Um, we're going to come back to that. I'm going to finish his email though. Um, I also had a comment about the new buff to Junkrat. I believe you said you don't see Junkrats killing themselves that often, which might be true, but the buff helps with a lot more than accidentally killing yourself. This new buff is going to make counters with characters with shields much more survivable because Junkrat can now point blank the shield without damage to himself. Does that mean I can do this? Oh, anyway, sorry, finish. (laughs) It also makes fights in small enclosed areas awesome for Junkrat and makes the suicide tire tactic no longer a suicide as he doesn't take any damage from the tire. I'd love to hear your feedback. I know this is only the email, so blah, blah, blah. blah. He's just saying if it doesn't make the show, that's fine. But it made the show, obviously. Um, Yeah, so uh, I guess I'll start with Junkrat since that's going to be a quick... um, Why does Junkrat, the exploding in your face thing, the damage reduction... Why does he get to do it and Farrah not get to do it? That is kind of true. And on top of that, like with with Junkrat, and I, I get what you're saying about being able to make point-blank shots and stuff like that or close encounters. Junkrat does so much damage with his grenade. Like It's not like he received 100% of the damage when it did explode, but he re- he does so much damage. Like Usually if somebody got into your face, unless you were like D.Va, uh, it was a really bad idea to engage him close up. Because the hits would definitely take you to absorb all of the damage, and you'd probably die before him. That being the case, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I haven't seen any problems with the Junkrat stuff. You know, with the, with the Junkrat not receiving damage anymore. Uh, so, so I really can't complain about it. If it works better for you, great. Like you know, as a junk, you know, obviously you've got seventy hours on Junkrat, so you like them a lot. If it improves the quality of life for Junkrat players, I haven't seen it imbalance the game, so I'm cool with it. But still, I still don't really see the point. Um, but then again, I don't have 70 hours on Junkrat, so you probably know better than me. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you that much. So, uh, But back to like the main, like the meat of the email here, I think it really sucks that that, that entire team tilted uh, when you went Junkrat. But I mean, that happens. I mean, we've talked about character tilt before where somebody will pick a non-meta pick or a character that people consider you know, bad or noob and the entire team tilts. And, you know, you asked, you know, you know, should you have picked a more meta pick? And that's a conversation that like when I brought it up to Mike, I'm like, that's a really tough conversation. That's a really tough question to answer because, you know, you could have been, you could have been effective. Like if you know how to play junk rat on that map and you can do it well, it probably would have worked out. It would probably would have surprised the team, like, oh, they got a junk rat, ha ha. But then, like, you're busting their ass, and it could have worked out. But if your whole team is, uh, like, you know, tilted, then it's not going to work out that great. So, you, you know, you have to kind of balance, you know, uh, knowing how well you're going to do with this character, knowing that you can play this character. You have to balance that against is your team tilting? Because even, you know, Overwatch is a team game, right? If your team is tilted to the degree where they're not even trying, like your mercy wasn't even trying anymore, unfortunately, if you want to win, I mean, it's not like this is quick play, this is competitive. If you want to win, you might have to you, you might have to switch off so that the team actually you know works together. Uh, you you asked if uh, you know 
should fun characters only be used in quick play? I don't think that's the case. I mean, I think you know you should. I think you should strive to have fun in any game mode, right? Because right. other than that, if this isn't a job. Most of you know, probably nobody who listens to this podcast is going to be a professional Overwatch player. You know, um, actually, no, that's a lie because there is somebody who listens to this podcast who talked to me about wanting to become a professional Overwatch player. So that's a lie. But you know, um, I mean, if your goal is not to become a professional Overwatch player, you definitely just want to make sure you have fun with the game. But at the same time, you know, competitive focuses more so on improvement, on climbing, on winning. So that being the case, I think you have to go for the win over the fun when it comes to competitive. What do you think, Mike? I mean, am I wrong here? You have to go for the fun over the win? No, win in competitive? The, in competitive, I said go for the win over the fun. Oh, okay. Yeah, you want to win in competitive more. Like Winning should be like the number one priority in competitive. And quick play, flip that. Pretty much. Right. I I agree with that sentiment. But I will say it is shitty that we've gotten to the point to where people just get tilted off of a character choice when they don't even know how much time you've been on that character and you don't they don't know how you know, whatever you're on that character, et cetera, et cetera. Like it's kinda sad and it's kind of shitty. But I mean that's just how people are. Yeah, it does suck. I mean I've seen people get tilted in quick play. Oh yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> I, that's, like, that's dumb. The Overwatch community, I have to admit, is pretty emotional. <laughs> they it, need their safe places, man. It's pretty emotional. <laughs> like I, out of all the the games I play competitively and, and non competitively, like it gets, it gets an emo- And I'm not just talking about people getting mad at each other, but we're talking about oh, he picked this character. My day is ruined. This match is ruined. Throw throw hands in the air. Like that's. I don't know. Like that's- I wanted to play the same thing over and over and over and over again. <laughs> Why they have to go and break the over and over again? Oh, baby, because it's fucking boring. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it is it is a emotional community in a bad way. And yeah, the character pick tilts. That's that's the worst because you don't you didn't even really get a chance to see what the person can do. When I see somebody pick competitive, oh sorry, pick. Junk rank competitive. Oh, I'm leery. I'm like, oh shit. Like, you know, like this might be a problem. But I still give it my best. I still give it a go. I try to, you know, make it work. And if it doesn't work, then maybe I'll say something to him. But I'm not gonna start a match and be like, dude, you gotta switch, or else I'm not. I'm not playing. Like for that guy to not heal his mercy. He was a complete dick for doing that. And the people who came at you after the fact were also fucking idiots, too. Like, you don't... Like, it was clear. Like the Even if you went Junkrat, the Mercy still should have did his job. He still should have did his fucking job in competitive. You know? So that's, you know, I... It's not your fault that you lost. For sure. It's his fault. It is the Mercy's fault. That he tilted, and then he tilted the entire team. You know? Yep. 100% agree. Right. But, 100%. But in terms of, you know, uh, should, uh, you know, fun characters be used, to, or sorry, should you have picked a more meta character? Like I said, that's a balancing act. You have it, to gauge the team. You have to yes. gauge the team you're playing with. That is, that's literally the answer. It's a shitty answer. But 
sadly, that is it. Yeah, like, this is actually part of carrying your team sometimes. Like, you have to gauge their fucking emotional states like you're a goddamn nanny, you know? <laughs> you know? Are you okay? Are you sure? Can I play? You, you sure I can play Junkrat? Thank you. Like, come on, like, you know, that's some bullshit. Like, you can't, you have to treat them like children sometimes, unfortunately. Like, you got to make sure they're not going to start crying and kicking and screaming. Because other than that, it's going gonna, it's gonna to ruin the match. And, you know, this happens. So, the, it's part, part of carrying a team is making sure that every, everybody's in a good mood. You know, everybody's trying their best. It fucking sucks. Send them some fucking cookies. Yeah, you know? like it's, it's it's terrible. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I know, I know, it's a shitty answer. Like, I really didn't have. I really hope. I, 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 I'm, I'm, it sucks it's not an easy. Answer. It's not an easy question, and you're not going to get an easy answer. Sadly, uh, absolutely. So yeah, but like in terms of like fun, should, you know, should fun characters only be used in quick play? Depends what character you have fun with. I have fun with Roadhog. I have fun on well hooking people into the well i love that shit you really need to you really need to play arisa and start doing that yeah (laughs) you you need a you need a fill pulling three people at one time into a well (laughs) (laughs) when i played this weekend i was playing roadhog and you know uh um i'm sorry to get away from your, your topic real quick but you know um lijang tower garden the second map yeah. So both teams, we meet in the back because nobody wants to get booped off by the Farah, and we're fighting. <laughs> <laughs> and so basically what ends up happening is that the first team, our enemy team, they wall us off, and they all start running toward the point. And there was a Reinhardt, like I can hear like a Reinhardt charging. I wasn't expecting to get him, but basically from the back point, across the ridge i was like i'm gonna get one of these motherfuckers i just threw the hook into the crowd and i hooked a reinhardt that was charging onto the point and i pulled him into the fucking rift between the two and i waved at it as he was going down i'm like you walled us off you died motherfucker like (laughs) (laughs) nice so but yeah quick story about that sorry about that but no yeah dude yeah it sucks that you had that experience uh and, and in competitive though i would definitely say Fun is secondary to winning. Yeah. If you want to go have fun, that's what Quick Play's for. That's exactly what they told them. But <laughs> that's it. If fun is secondary to winning, and to be honest, if if competitive mode like playing like that is draining your fun of the game, I would say stop playing competitive mode. I mean that's literally why I stopped. I was it literally like I just it's not my scene. So, and I understand that. And I'm just like, well, that's where everyone just tries hard and wants to win. And that's their goal. Um, the only thing I will say is though, like if you're in competitive, like you should be picking what you should. But the thing is with her or um, I'm sorry, her uh, with Syrinx is like, he's good and can win with this character, yeah. but it's also fun for him. So it's like, you have a good character to do that with. Unfortunately, it just might tilt people. And then you just got to sadly, you just have to play that dancing game with the team. Just yeah. gauge your team, see if they're going to be tilty. And then if they are, well, then switch if you have to. But, you know, if you think you can win the game with Junkrat, by all means, win the game with Junkrat. Yeah, but you're probably not going to win by yourself. That's why you got to gauge the team. Yeah, <laughs> that's I mean, yeah, just gauge your team. That's all we can tell you. Yeah. All right, let's move on to our another, uh, to our, our other, I was going to say another, God, man, you would think it's late, like, we're actually recording earlier than normal, and I just can't fucking talk, Jesus, 
Um, I feel like if we record late, we we just go off, and because it's earlier now, like it's just like, yeah, this is this is how it is. Yeah. We're fine with it. Yeah, mm, indeed. Uh, so our next uh, community feedback is from Eagle Eye. She uh, talked to us on um, on our Discord, and uh, first says, uh, "Great show last week." So thank you very much. Uh, she said she said that she couldn't see it live. I'm pretty sure we'll do another one in the future. Mike had a good time. I had a good time. Uh, we're definitely going to do it again, so don't worry about it too much. But she did have a thoughts on a team builder, and she says, um, I think I saw something like the groundwork for this in Gigantic, but I'm not sure if it's even possible to build something like this in Overwatch. Imagine, if you will, a system in which you could choose up to three preferred heroes to play before queuing up for competitive. There could be some options for what type of team composition you want to have, with 2-2-2 being the default. Uh, this way, you wouldn't have to worry about locking in your strongest characters, and you'll always have a well-rounded team at the start of the match, at least. I would also give healer mains a ch- it would also give healer mains a chance to try out other heroes, since people will likely put healers as a second or third choice to avoid really long wait times. Um, does this pipe dream? It does seem possible, or like a pipe dream? And I, I reply like I think. A team builder is definitely possible in Overwatch, but you need some tweaks. Um, Mikey immediately brought up that uh, when when I brought it up to him, he immediately brought up that you know unless you are build you know you build meta teams, a team builder wouldn't work. Um, that is true to a degree if you were queuing into competitive, and as soon as it got you a team, it puts you into a match. I don't think that's what should happen. What I think a team a, a team builder needs, uh, basically, it's basically like a, a group finder that puts you into a group with people, not just puts you into a match together. So basically, the team builder, you, you know, it would uh, find other people who, f- like somebody builds a team, right? So you, you, you can probably have that option. You either build a team or you uh, just pick what characters you want to play. And that gets matched up. Like, you know, if you fit, fit, fill somebody's slot into a team, um, you know, based off of what character you want to play, or better yet, what role you want to play. And when I say role, I don't just mean attack, defense, tank, healer. I mean, the way the community calls it, like, you know, if you're going to play a healer, or you're going to play DPS, or you're going to play a tank. Because both Bastion and Soldier are DPS, but one's attack, one's defense right so it gives you some flexibility so you decide what you want to play somebody decides what type of team they want to put together and it gets matched up then it takes everybody puts everybody into a group and then there the group can discuss you know i play this i play that is this going to work that going to work yes no and they can come up with a comp um which it might sound like that takes a long time but it actually does not like because i mean i've done this before in lfgs I think, you know, I think, uh, actually, to be honest, I mean, I think LFG and a team builder are totally viable uh, because we've done these things before. And then once the, the, the group is ready, boom, then you go into competitive mode knowing that what everybody's going to do. You know, I think just, just having a group together before you go into competitive is going to be a big help, you know, because you get to talk to people, you hear people's voices, you don't see somebody going and insta-lock Arissa on the first day she's available and competitive. No, you do that. <laughs> <laughs> like basically, that's the thing. Like I think uh, it will be it will it will definitely help. Make I think more you have to teams. be. I think you have to be really careful with how you implement team builder. 
Okay. I think you have to be really, really careful or else you're going to push meta. And that is the very, the way you're saying could work, like could work. But I don't know if Blizzard would implement it the way you're saying. So I'm, I would be a little bit worried about team builder. It has to be very careful if they ever do this. I think first things first. I think you need an LFG first. Which I don't disagree. I think you need that the LFG fine. first. I think Team Builder can definitely work, though. And I, it, like I said, it, it definitely needs some tweaking, though. That's the thing. It needs tweaking, and it needs to be more flexible than what they put into Overwatch already, which, like, these are the classes we've defined. Like, no, like, you need to have, like, the classes as the community say say them so that way you can't say you you don't want a team builder where people are just like i want to play soldier i'm gonna pick soldier and then that's it like you know you did the whole thing about overwatch and the whole reason you don't have locked in picks and competitive is because you're supposed to change the comp as necessary right but let's let's say you plus say you just want to play support but you're only good at one support well then you play that one support yeah, but then what happens if you need to switch off that? Let's say that support isn't good right now. Well, but then you said you have to play support, and then you got to switch out to something else. Well, then you have to play the other support. I mean, that's the thing. Like, that that, that, that should be the mindset on competitive anyway, though. Like you'd have to switch into other characters as need be. That should be the mindset in competitive. Okay, but what if? Player, I can. I mean, I could what if this all day. Yes, you like, can. I literally could what if this all day, but I'm not going to. That would just be annoying and a pain in the ass, and it would lead us nowhere. I'm just saying. I'm just going to say what I've been saying. You've got to be fucking careful. Yes, you do. That's what I said. It will definitely take some tweaking. Um, probably wouldn't get it right the first time, but I think it's what they need. Like they'd have that. They, this isn't something that just should should be optional. If Overwatch wants to survive, I think it needs it built in. I think it needs a separate queue. If you're gonna, if you're, I think like maybe Overwatch needs separate queues anyway. But go ahead. Well, I mean, for competitive, I could see Team Builder being like a must be all end all, right? But. As for, like, quick play, I think you would need either integrated to where you could choose doing one or the other. Because some people don't want to fucking deal with that shit when they're going to quick play. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking about quick go. play. Like, because there's no oh, reason. this is just pure competitive? Yeah, oh, okay. there's no reason to build, oh, okay. to put a team builder to quick play, to be honest with you. What if I take quick play seriously? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> there's no reason to put a team builder into quick play. Okay. All right. So we're on the same page then. <laughs> yep. Okay. Tra la la. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, thanks, guys. Thanks uh, to the Syrinx and Eagle Eyes for uh, the feedback this week. Hopefully, our answers were satisfactory. If not, I'm sure I'll hear from you guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is going to bring us to the end of our show here. Uh, thank you for listening, as always. Uh, let's see what we got here. I, I finally took out the 50th episode thing today, guys. So congratulate me on that. 
<laughs> Give him praise, please, because yeah. he needs more. <laughs> I need more praise. I need more praise now. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah, we are still accepting Overwatch stories. I mean, I, we're, we definitely always want to hear from you guys. Like, if you have any funny stories or surprising stories, angry stories. I mean, technically speaking, uh, the Syrinx today, that was an Overwatch story. Team Tilt by the Junkrat. That was that was an Overwatch story today. So yeah, definitely send us your stories. Uh, we want to hear about them, and if it's a good story, we'll definitely talk about it on the podcast. Uh, we have an Xbox Club and a PS4 community. Uh, they're both called Watchpoint Radio Overwatch. Uh, you know, please uh, join us on there so that you know we can play together sometime. I'm like I said, I think I talked about it last week. You know, we got some projects in the works, but I'm definitely trying to free up more time to play Overwatch, especially on console. I haven't played Overwatch on console in a in, in a while, so I'm looking to get back into it. I had a, I have a real good time playing with you guys, so. Yeah, just join us on the uh, the Xbox Club or the or the PS4 community. Uh, we also have a Discord, which is discord.mash4.me. Uh, so it's discord.mash the number four dot me, and that'll 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 bring you into the chat where uh, that's where we get some of this feedback from. Uh, and more and more people are joining that uh, the Discord. So thanks for uh, hopping on. Mike just hopped on now because I just said it again. So. <laughs> Sure. I've been on during this whole episode, but okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. But um I also like to shout out the heroes of Overwatch um I'll say podcast page, uh Facebook page. Uh there's a lot of people on there who play Overwatch on all different platforms. They love playing Overwatch, lots of memes, funny shit that goes on there. So if you are looking for people to play with our good Overwatch community, definitely check out Heroes of Overwatch on Facebook. Uh but yeah, as always Thank you for listening. I think I said that part already, but like I said, my, I'm a, I'm a little bit reversed today. I don't know, folks. I'm uh, maybe maybe it's better to do the shows later because like I, I just kind of feel off right now, right? You know, so <laughs> maybe yeah, it feels a we'll little, see. We'll see. I had, we'll see. Well, Mike just wants to get to Persona Five. He's like, shut the fuck up and do this fucking ending. <laughs> <laughs> Quit reading my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, our podcasts are available on multiple platforms we're available on itunes overcast for ios google play music stitcher smart radio player.fm pocket cast soundcloud and we have an rss feed if you have a podcatcher that i did not mention links are available for each platform right on the mash those buttons website uh we are on twitter.com slash mtv site uh our the, the direct twitter for this show is twitter.com slash watchpoint radio we're also on Facebook slash Mash Those Buttons and YouTube slash Mash Those Buttons. And uh, Mike, why don't you tell them where they can find you? They can find me on Twitter at K-E-Y underscore L-O-C-K-E underscore. So key underscore lock with an E at the end underscore. Yeah, but you probably won't find out for the next week because he's playing Persona 5. Uh, and I'm probably staying off of Twitter to avoid spoilers out the ass. Oh, yeah. So yeah if probably. anybody is playing Persona 5, beware that if you tweet about Persona 5, there are bots that are spoiling the game. Oh yeah, there are. I forgot about that. Twitter, That's true. There are Twitter bots that spoil on the game, so you might just be better off not tweeting about Persona Five. <laughs> right. They're. I think it's because they're pissed about the streaming thing in Persona Five. But anyways, yeah. that's another whatever. Uh, yeah. You can also you can find me at underscore ja underscore. So it's underscore j a a underscore on Twitter. Uh, you know we. Definitely encourage you guys to reach out to us and, you know, uh, send us, com- you know, talk to us and give us your thoughts and comments. And, um, you know, you can reach us at WPR at com. You can reach us by comment on the website, on comment on Facebook. 
uh, on SoundCloud, anything like that, uh, Twitter, feel free to reach out to us. We definitely want to hear from you guys and engage with you guys because you guys are awesome. Uh, if you enjoy the show and you want to help us out, the best way to do so is to uh, share the podcast with others. And also, you can uh, you know give us a rating and a review on your platform of choice. We really appreciate what you guys do. That's a huge help for us. Thank you very much. I encourage you to stay tuned after the show to hear what's coming up this week on Mash Those Buttons. And you can go to mashthosebuttons.com slash shows to see all of our other podcasts. So, yeah. Thank you for listening. That's the third time I've said that. I am so sorry. I feel so off. I think it's also because I like I'm this is like my second day back at work. It was a hell of a day. <laughs> I feel so bad for you after you've had the whole week off. Yeah, feel bad for me, please. Like <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> yeah, Mike, yeah, Mike doesn't like that. So but yeah, like no, I said, you guys, uh hopefully everybody has an awesome week in Overwatch. Hopefully next week we'll be we will be you know, we'll have more details on that stuff that uh, you know, the three kings row uprising and we'll talk about that if you uh, you, you why don't you guys let us know what you think the king's row uprising is gonna be or maybe your thoughts on widowmaker or you know your thoughts on what the searings had to say the team builder yeah definitely let us know so hopefully we hear from you guys and we'll catch you next week phantom thieves out yo he really just threw his fucking headset off and walked out of his chair like he really did like he did <laughs> Later, guys. Thank you for choosing a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Here's what's coming up this week on Mash Those Buttons. On Monday, March 27th, Jorge, David, and Jordan transmit in orbit. This week, talking about Destiny 2 leaks, patch 2.6.0, and the return of elemental primaries. On Tuesday, March 28th, Nick and Katie continue their quest to educate you on WoW lore on the Torn and the Goblin. This week, talking Chronicle 2 and Arakoa. On Wednesday, March 29th, Jared and Mikey bring you the latest in Overwatch and its community on Watchpoint Radio. This week, celebrating their 50th episode, talking players taking competitive matches hostage, and gaming the SR system with unpopular characters. Also on Wednesday, Crash Tag and Meza bring you the latest in fighting games and the FGC on Double Tap. This week, talking new characters, best pop-off for the year so far, and are they going to Japan for Evo? On Friday, March 31st, Mike, Rob, and Luke bring you SitRep Radio, talking to the latest in the division and the state of the game. To find more information on all of our shows, go to mashthosebuttons.com shows. And to see our full podcast schedule, visit mashthosebuttons.com schedule.